Being an expert doesn't mean you automatically have an audience, especially with so much noise in the digital marketing space. You need to break through the noise and establish your message as a rising thought leader in your industry. John Cook has worked with over 1,100 coaches and consultants and 800 speakers to make their messages remarkably clear and compelling to the right audience. And today, he wants to help you. If you want greater clarity and even better results with your message, visit workwithjohncook.com. Here's John. Hey, it's John Cook with Keynote Content. I am so excited to be sharing this idea with you today. I was talking with a client earlier this week about you come up with an idea, you have a concept, you have a question, you have a kind of an aha moment while you're working with your clients, you're putting together some content, you say, but I don't know what to do with that idea. I know it's a great idea, but I don't know what type of content do I create off of the idea. And what I wanted to talk with you about today is how do you find out what is the quality or the depth of an idea that matches the type of content you can create off of that idea. Because not all ideas are created equal. And not all ideas deserve the same level of attention for your audience from uh, idea to idea. So I want to share with you five different levels of content you can create based off the ideas. So it's matching ideas with content level. The first one that I have is just a status update. A simple status update. And this could be uh, same thing as like a Facebook post. It could be a tweet. It could be you know, any number of things like a tweet, it could be a LinkedIn status, um, it could be Facebook post, um, you know, not even a post, but like more like a, a question or something like that, a, you know, a question. What is, is it's intended to only have about a 20 to 30 second con uh, consumption and then from there to have people say, okay, give your thoughts, give your ideas inside the, the comment section, we'll go from there, really starting a conversation. These are some of the best engagement starters for your audience. These are not intended for you to share long um, pieces of content. It's not a 20, 30, but it's asking a question or it's giving an idea. And most of the ideas that I came across working with clients, I've worked with over 1,100 different coaches and consultants over the last five, four or five years. And from there, most of the ideas that you come across are really just status updates. They're tweets. They're not intended to have uh, to have you go, going on camera for five, 10, 20 minutes, whatever it might be, or on your on your microphone. They're intended to be short, very much engagement driven. Too many of these short form or these uh, status update questions get turned into blog articles, and it's going. That's not the intent of that. That idea is the right size to just a status update. Second one though, is kind of a shorter form, uh, short form. Content and I would say a short form content really it's less than five minutes. So it's going. To, can you share this idea and really give it the value that it deserves in five minutes or less? And a lot of these are these are um, articles. These are uh, in some instances it is a um, um, a true Facebook post where you go into deep into depth and detail. It takes you you know about three to five minutes to truly read consume. Um, for from a blog article standpoint, it is um, five to six hundred words, about that, that that length of time. It's a short form concept, and it's not intended to be a full concept in that regard. Um, I would say the ideal or the likely place for this is a true Facebook post, not just a status update or not just a question on Facebook or a poll, but it's an actual Facebook post. So those are. What makes this different is that you can go into a little bit more depth, a little bit more context with this idea so people can be able to expand on it and say, oh, I understand some more of the nuances behind this idea or this concept. It's not a 
uh, 10, 15 second hit, unlike a simple status update or a tweet. Another thing that I found is, we say it is more of a medium form content. And a medium form content is something where I say it takes you know between five to 15 minutes to consume. And that can be a kind of a PDF, you know, maybe that's a case study, maybe there's some research. And what it, what it does is the end goal is it takes five to 15 minutes for your audience to consume it, but that doesn't mean you only take five to 15 minutes to put it together. No, this is when we're saying put a couple of hours, maybe several hours of intentional thought into this so that you can say their 10 to 15 minutes is, is optimized because you spent more time on your end so they don't have to spend more time on their end from a value standpoint. So it's a PDF, it's a case study. Uh, I like saying this is a true Facebook Live. So a medium form content is, I'd say, less than 15 minutes to where they can consume it still in one sitting, but it's one where they can't just keep going from uh, binging pieces of content next to next to next. I believe some of the best forms of content um, that are around that 5 to 15 mark are actually supposed to be podcast episodes. Your audience is no longer looking for a 30, 45 minute podcast episode. They're likely looking for something that's more of a 10 to 15 minute episode for me. My podcast episodes are about, about 15 minutes, maybe a little bit longer, a few more minutes on either side, but it's about 15 minutes. Now, this what I've covered so far, these three are from a status update, short form, medium form. It's not necessarily designed as an as a as an on-demand content per se, but it's there. It's um, it doesn't have a scheduled aspect. Doesn't even have a purchase aspect into it. These are not necessarily digital products. That these are all front-facing, top of funnel um, content for just engaging with your with your audience ahead of time. But then we go into more of a longer form, more of what I call like a value form type of content, and that can be: is this a digital course, or is it a workshop? So here, let me, let me put this into more context here. Really, it's a value form or kind of a purchased form content. And the purchased form content is just like the name sounds. It is one where they've made a purchase to intentionally go into more of a premium style content. And inside the premium style content, again, that's, that's where you have like an online course. That's where you have um, a workshop. That's where you have... Um, kind of an office hours type situation, not necessarily office hours, um, but it's intentionally where there's a coaching aspect built into this. And the coaching, of course, is predicated on the fact that you have good content or good concepts to talk about in the first place. And then from there, people can expand on that, but they've already made the decision to purchase into that content in the first place. So you have your status update, short form, medium form content, Again, these are all pre-purchased. These, these first three are pre-purchased, but from there, there's also this aspect of, um, you might say, I don't even know if this idea, is this a course, or is this more of a PDF or a case study? Is this idea that I have, do, does it actually deserve the 15 minutes of attention, or is it more of a tweet or a status update? So as you're looking at these different pieces of content, we've gone through the first four so far, but you might say, John, I don't even know where to start with, with finding out where my ideas or where my content actually is going to deliver on the expectations for my audience. I don't even know how to curate my content, my ideas into actual content. You can go to workwithjohncook.com, you can fill out an application. It doesn't cost you a dime to do that. 
We'll hop on a phone call via phone call or Zoom. We'll talk about where you are right now with your content, with your ideas, and how to get those to the right audience and the right form of content to fit this. So we have status update, short form, medium form, purchase form content. The fifth piece of content, the fifth kind of style content is really called kind of a capstone content where you can truly give um, quite a bit of content in a, in a context that your audience is expecting to give you their attention for a premium amount of time, two to 10 hours beyond that. Now a workshop can fit into that kind of capstone content, but what I'm thinking about initially is this idea of a book. Your book, you know, whether it's around 50 to 75,000 words, whatever it might be, that's a good length of time for you to truly introduce a concept and then from there expand on it in different ways, different nuances, and even in some cases some um, offshoots of that idea so people can say, oh, I see the greater context and now all those ideas inside the book may not fully tie into that one idea that they first started with, but at least it gives them the honor of, of introducing more ideas to complement your initial idea that brought them to your book in the first place. So status update, short form content, medium form content, purchase form content, and capstone content. Where I see a lot of people get into problems, get into trouble, is when they have these ideas or these concepts about content and they say, oh, I'm going to turn this PDF into a book. And you say, well, this PDF, what they do is they then say, well, they get to the 10, 15,000 words and they're going, really, I'm just struggling to even get to 15 or 20,000 words, but I got to turn this into a book. And it feels this pressure. And some books are best chopped down into a PDF, whether it's a, a, a more of a true micro book where it's a three to six chapter where it's... And I'd say 15 to 20,000 words, that's a great micro book that can still be introduced and be able to make an Amazon and be a type of manifesto book where you introduce why you're passionate about what you do, who's it for, and your process. That's a great manifesto book. And it might not be the 50,000 to 75,000 or 100,000 words for a full feature length book or capstone content. And it's going, you're actually serving your audience better if you put your content into the right size of these five buckets. It would be a disservice to try to turn a PDF or a case study into a book that doesn't deserve the full length of 60,000 words when you only needed 20,000. You just took 40,000 words and gave them to your audience in a way that didn't serve them as well. And then they're saying, gosh, you've actually taken some, some relational capital out because of the fact that you didn't give them the full value for those extra 40,000 words. But I've also seen where people say, all right, um, I, I don't know if I want to do the work. I just want to do it as a case study. But say, no, there's a really good idea here where you can take a case study and if it truly uh, starts to spark other ideas and other research, you can compile that together and say, well, I had this case study, this case study, and this one. And actually putting them together, I realized this larger overarching uh, theme that was coming out. And you can take that theme, compile those three case studies, add in other research, other um, anecdotes, whatever it might be, to make it a great capstone content, a feature-length book. But for people who are saying, I want to create a book, but I don't, I don't know if I have what it takes to truly just write a book right off the bat. What you can do is you can start with a short-form content blog articles. You're probably very familiar with the concept of blogging a book to where you say, okay, I'm putting out a blog article uh, twice a week. And it's you know 500 to 1,000 words. If I, if I write 1,000 words between two blog articles a week, guess what? 
at the end of a year, I have over 50,000 words. That's a great potential book that you can uh, edit into place. My, my strong suggestion for that, having worked with a number of different clients who've done the blogging a book approach, is what you do is have a roadmap in place so that you're not just going from week to week and your overall strategy is just bouncing around, but saying, okay, let's map out where are we gonna go for this next year? If we're truly gonna blog a book, we're truly gonna write essentially a thousand words a week, what it might be, just as a, as a random, uh, let's set that as kind of just our, our example. Say if you're gonna write a thousand uh, words a week through blog content, then saying what do we want those themes to be from month to month or from week to week, and have those be lining up with your working outline for your book, so that people might even be able to pick up, hey, you get two, three, four months in saying, hey, by the way, this is part of my blogging a book under this, and you can introduce the overall theme of your book, and that then becomes the next six to eight months as you blog, you put together this content, you're saying, I'm putting together essentially a book, it's gonna be called this, I'm gonna be compiling my content all together. They likely haven't seen all the previous articles up till now, but when they get the book, they can see that they've been following along so far and how you expand beyond just blog content, because you're not just gonna copy paste that into a book, but you can say that serves as the starting point where you can add in more research, you can uh, polish it up more, make it read more like a book and less like a blog article. There are different ways to create different content, but you didn't start out saying, oh, I have to write a book and I have to write 50,000 words if you're not writing any content right now. This is incredibly daunting. A, a capstone uh, project is incredibly daunting but if you start, I would say, if I can do a little bit a week, once or twice a week, I can create content that can then ultimately be turned into a capstone project like, uh, like a book, that gives you a great chance to see how you make progress from week to week. Same thing can be done with you know, Facebook Lives. You can take and do a Facebook Live instead of saying like, hey, I don't necessarily want to write a book. I don't even really like writing. But if I do a Facebook Live, I can transcribe my Facebook Live in, put into a transcript through rev.com or other different uh, services, and then that can be then edited into a capstone project, a book, 50, 60,000 words. But the overall concept I wanna leave you with today is that you have a message that you wanna get out, ideas, concepts, questions. Don't necessarily feel trapped to saying like, oh, every idea that I have, to, that I have has to be a, a blog article or it has to be a, a Facebook Live. No, no, no. You don't even have to turn every idea into a course. In fact, it's better for your audience if you don't turn every idea into, try to turn it into a course or a workshop or coaching. But saying, which of these five? Is this a status update? Is this short form, medium form, purchase content, or capstone content? Which of these five is the best fit for this idea? And can I expand or contract in this idea to right size it to that level of content? So whatever you decide to do this week, know that you already have these ideas. It's all about finding out what's the best way to form these ideas. And if you have questions, if you get stuck, you say, I don't know what to do, go to workwithjohncook.com, fill out an application. We'll talk about your ideas, talk about your content, and we'll go from there. Make it a great day. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can work with John to make your message more compelling? Head on over to workwithjohncook.com and apply today. 